what I'm trying to get to is understand who you're designing for and making garments for. Um, once you have a good understanding, then you could start to look for the social media channels they hang out on. Welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show, where we interview founders of fast-growing seven- and eight-figure e-commerce businesses and e-commerce experts. They'll tell their stories, share how they 2X their businesses, and inspire you to take action in your own online retail business today. And now, here he is, the man in the mix, Kunle Campbell. This episode is brought to you by Remarketing. Remarketing is an email marketing platform specifically built for e-commerce businesses. With Remarketing, emails are automatically triggered by shopper behavior and purchase history. With a few simple clicks, Remarketing allows you to recover abandoned carts, win back inactive customers, make product recommendations, deliver newsletters, and a whole lot more. In other words, emails you will send through Remarketing will be highly targeted with glaring improvements on your open rates, click rates, and most importantly, conversions. You're also able to track revenue generated from every single email sent by Remarketing. Try Remarketing absolutely free for 30 days, no credit cards, and no contracts. To sweeten the deal, 2x e-commerce listeners can get Remarketing for 30% off an entire year using the coupon code PODCAST30. That is coupon code podcast three zero visit remarketing.com to learn more remarketing is email marketing for e-commerce simplified do you listen to the 2x e-commerce podcast show or is this the first episode you're, you're actually listening to if you do enjoy the show or you have feedback of any kind the best way to provide that feedback good or bad is by leaving us a review on iTunes. It helps a ton with our rankings, exposure, and downloads. It most importantly gives me feedback on the value I endeavor to drive with each episode I publish here. So go ahead and leave this show a review in under a minute, guys, please, and girls, on iTunes. Now back to the show. Hi guys, it's Kune and welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm out in the office recording this. It's an open office and someone just said hello to me. It's um, yeah, that open. Anyway, today's show is all about fashion e-commerce and the reason why is this year alone I've had well over 10 fashion e-commerce startups approach me and say, hey, Kune, um, we just launched or we're trying to grow our fashion e-commerce business. Can you help us? I'm actually an executive director, non-executive director, sorry, for an advisor for um, a fashion e-commerce um, store. That's for another show anyway. So I'm so sensing a trend 
what I'm finding generally in fashion e-commerce is a lot of fashion e-commerce businesses think or assume um, that if I advertise on Google, you know, um, for the key terms I'm looking to rank, I will pretty much start to get business coming down my way. And that makes me really frustrated. It, It really gets me banging my head on the wall. And I'll tell you why. Right, if you type out skirts on Google, which I'm going to do now, by the way. So I'm on Google UK, and um, number one for the term skirts is asos.com, boohoo.com, newlook.com, debenhams.com, riverisland.com, h&m.com, forever21.com, misguided.com, asda.com, and marksandspencers.com. If you live in the UK and you don't know any of these brands, then you must be living under a rock, right? So where am I getting to? Okay, let me try pencil skirts because that's quite, you know, niche So if you focus on just pencil skirts, which you may, um, right, so there's asos.com or asos.com, there's misguided.com, there's newlook.com, boohoo.com, Debenhams, Marks and Spencers, next, Dorothy Perkins, River Island, and John Lewis. Do you sense a trend here? Google is pretty much only ranking brands. So at the chunk of, at the top, yeah, of the result, um, you have... Again, a lot of the, the brands, I've got River Island, Topshop, and there's a 50plus.co.uk. I don't know what that is. Um, but you do sense or see the trend here. Product listing ads are or the visual ads for you guys who don't know product listing ads. Those are the, the, the ads with um, visuals. So they're just taking that chunk there. Again, brands are bidding very heavily for this you know it's a bread and butter right and a lot of these um brands when i call them brands most of them are publicly listed um either on the london stock exchange or new york stock exchange or nasdaq somewhere they're they're publicly listed companies right where i'm trying to get to is google is a gateway for a lot of these publicly listed companies or well-funded companies that can afford to do their SEO, not only their SEO, also do their um, advertise actually, buy adverts. So this leads me to how you, as a fashion e-commerce startup, if you're just starting up or you've been around and you're a bit frustrated about your growth, how can you grow your fashion e-commerce brand? Well, I'm going to start out with the in 2015, the core ways you should build your fashion e-commerce brand and actually grow and scale it. If you have limited funding or you should, you should throw some money at this, right? So I'm assuming you, you have tens of thousands of pounds to throw at acquiring customers and retaining them long-term. That's another challenge for fashion because you need to 
you know, refresh your offering and um, create a habit. So people like your style, you're pretty much creating a tribe around you. But um, how should you, how can you acquire customers today? Well, the key thing or the key starting point is understanding who your customers are. So you start out with who your customers are. So I have spoken to someone who she didn't know it, but she realized that she actually sells to she said she sells she sells scarves right and really classy dresses classic dresses that are timeless but she from the designs she's had right she appeals to the powerful over 40 year old woman um i have another friend who runs um an accessory company and they sell bags um like leather bags really retro looking leather leather bags and their target market is from 19 or 18 to mid 30s so people traveling off the bitten path which is path or and people who just you know, going to backpackers and stuff. So they sell sachels, right? There's another brand and um, they are appealing to 20-something-year-olds. Well, what I'm trying to get to is understand who you're designing for and making garments for. Um, Once you have a good understanding, then you could start to look for the social media channels they hang out on on okay that's very important and that could dictate the rest of your selection process for 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 your marketing in general i'm going to sort of split out the core pillars or core options or the core ways paths you have to go by for fashion e-commerce um so first is social media Right, and your social media should be a combination of organic, right, acquisition and paid. It has to be paid because it cannot scale. Organic cannot scale, right, unless you get viral, which you know is a blip. Will acquire you know some customers, and you know if you have a strategy of getting viral, you know just be prepared to be more or less frustrated at some point. So. Social is one, and I'm going to go through, go through all the social channels. Um, marketplaces is another. E-commerce marketplaces is another channel you need to figure out. Beyond marketplaces, offline distribution. A lot of people just say, Do you know what, I'm going to create an online business, fashion e-commerce business, and you don't think about offline. At the end of the day, are people going to wear your dresses online? <laughs> Do you see what I mean? People are going to wear it on on their bodies, right? And people still shop offline. And if you could put some of your energies in developing your business where there's good distribution, really good distribution. Remember Nathan Hossenfire, if I pronounce his name well. But um, he was the guy um, on one of the episodes back in, I think it was episode 34. He he won. He got funding from Shark Tank. But besides that, one of the advantages he had for scaling his business was distribution, 
right? So Damon Dash gave him, allowed him, sorry, Damon John, and allowed him or found retail distribution for Nate, right? So where I'm getting to is you, you can, if you have the right distribution channels, what, what happens with distribution is they, you will, um, more people will know about you. More people certainly know about you. And because they know about your business, what, what happens, you know, they, they would search eventually for, you know, your designs because they like you, you know, so they have to first like what they see. So marketplaces, distribution, offline distribution are really, really, really important um, channels. So, so the core, 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 and um, number three, sorry. So I started out with social media. I moved on to marketplaces and I moved on to distribution offline, more like a tangent off marketplaces, which is really distribution. Distribution is online marketplaces and offline. And the fourth way of building your brand or acquiring customers to start to grow your e-commerce brand is PR. If you can get popular people, aka celebrities, to wear your garments or to use your fashion accessories and you leverage off the back of pictures and you use them as references, then you're onto something. And um, you could do that by DIY uh, PR, uh, or you could hire someone to do it with experience in fashion PR. But yeah, those are the four. And I'll tell you kind of like the baseline that drives all of this activity. It's a baseline, it's a given, it's a foundation. Regardless of what route you're going to take, it is really content. And I'm not talking about, um, when I say content, a lot of people think, oh, I'm talking about paragraphs and paragraphs of text. No, content, visual content. Your garments on models, on like your ideal models, lifestyle photographs start to build a library, a big, huge library of photographs and video because that would be the fuel for your for all your social media activity. It would also be the fuel for your PR collateral when you send it off for samples and when you want to sort of um, speak to the gatekeepers of um, celebrities or whoever you want to sort of reach out to and your content and images will work in your marketplaces to for really nice listings. And the list goes on and on and on. So the core, my core um, point I'm trying to make here is start out right now. So if you don't have a library of 100 plus photographs of what you, you do, of your images, lifestyle, and high quality product images lifestyle because you know people really want to envision themselves you know in whatever you sell if you don't have 100 plus um, start to build out a library an extensive library of images right and photographs so i'm going to start out with the social media um so for social media 
um, core channels in fashion e-commerce at the moment and where you're spending a lot of your time are Instagram. You obviously probably, you know, um, have that at the top of your head. Facebook. Facebook is still very good. And Pinterest. Okay. And Instagram with the sponsored adverts which I have yet to try, but I've heard really good things about. It's a good way to get your stuff out there. But there are other ways within Instagram. You could find Instagram influencers that match your demographic and target market. And you know they have hundreds of thousands of followers and they will expose your product, right? So Instagram is one. Facebook is another. I love the demographic targeting. If you know who your customers are, you could easily, easily target them via Facebook. So Facebook is really important. And again, it's stuff that has to scale. So acquire fans via Facebook. Um, not only did, well, not only that, you know, share your um, image, your your um, your stunning images, and not only images, um, the support um, shop buttons um, link directly to products. Um, use product carousel, Facebook um, adverts. You know, um, with Facebook, you can highly target, and you could get good feedback. Okay. Um, and Pinterest, so sponsored pins are another avenue. For social media, those are the three major, major, major platforms at the moment. The key thing is you have great content and you amplify that content through social media. Okay. Right. I wouldn't really leave out video. So video, 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 video. Um, two top video, distri- well, three top video distribution channels are, um, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, but short form on Instagram. Obviously, Instagram will let you do about 12 seconds, I, I believe. So so that's what you need to know about social media. I will go into more detail or interview people who are doing each of these well in future shows. Excuse me, from a fashion um, e-commerce standpoint. Right. The next sort of um, pillar, I suppose, is distribution. Right. Let's talk about distribution. So marketplaces. Um, Okay. Let me put this in area. You started out your e-commerce business. You have maybe, maybe you're selling premium denim. You're very passionate about denim and you think all the denim wear out there is really crap and you could sort of um, you know make a dent on the denim on a luxury or premium denim market and perhaps you're just doing it for men for starters now you the scenario is um you have kind of figured out social media you understand your audience your demographic is say 25 to 39 so you have that demographic um, slightly mature, but who know what they want. Um, they sort of have mature styles. So, right. So you you establish that you're targeting this kind of people on social media. Your um, you have a maybe a lifestyle blog. Your guest blogging around. 
and um, you are, you know, gaining traction, you're getting trickles of sales here and there, and you want to sort of, you know, take it a notch up, well, marketplaces will be ideal. Now, here's, here's why marketplaces will be ideal. You can essentially reach out to huge audiences on marketplaces. Their buyers, people flock onto marketplaces, ready to buy, looking for options. I think what in this scenario, from a marketplace standpoint, you may not want to target the likes of eBay, right? You might just feel that, okay, it seems like a flea market space, so you're not going to go into, you know, eBay. So you could be selective as to the kind of marketplaces you you want to approach. So you might say, okay, I may try Amazon. I may just try Amazon. I um, will definitely want to have an Etsy store. Again, you might think, okay, Etsy seems too small, you know, um, small business, you know, who knows. But there are a lot of... um, of marketplaces out there. I'm on a, a Cora page and um, someone's asking about fashion um, marketplaces. Um, so there's ahalife.com. There's ofakind.com, another marketplace. There's, um, I'll, I'll link to this page from the show notes. There's carnetdemode.com, small emerging designer uh, marketplace for brands. There's indie clothes. Um, so you, I think it's called ostrendy.com there's not just a label.com these are all d2c marketplaces and then from a crowdfunding standpoint say you were a luxury um, denim manufacturers i said and you really truly had something innovative say you had the money let's just assume you had the money to um to manufacture and to bring to market your products i would still say go for crowdfunding um, and get that first 100 or first 200, you know, um, customers or even first thousand customers through crowdfunding. Um, obviously, you'd need to invest in a good video, a good story, and your product has to be damn good. Um, but yeah, there's obviously Kickstarter, Indiegogo. I think there's there's one called CustomMade.com, and then there's um, Crowd Demand. Okay, yeah, so. Marketplaces is is another way um, you can sort of leverage your brand to the next level. Now, talking about distribution, also um, you have to consider offline distribution, and I think the bigger the national footprint, depending on where you live, you could be in Australia, USA, Canada, UK, anyway. Regarding the footprint of the company that accepts your brand they have queues of manufacturers and you know fashion designers department stores i'm talking about um at their doorstep looking to get their products on there but put in that hustle to try and get your your brand into their um their shelves and people discover your brand through these um platforms more or less um through this um through this 
these platforms, yeah, the, the, the stores, this distribution stores, and they will want to check out, they will want to so follow up and read your story. So they would search for you, brand name search, they just search for your brand, um, check out your social media, check out what you're doing on social media, check out what what your website look like looks like. Also check out, they'd also want to check out your story, your brand story. So it is really, really crucial that you get your story together and um, in, in that instance. So, so where I'm trying to get to is don't shy away from offline distribution. And um, <clears throat> I know a lot of people would want to say, you know, it's quite niche and I want to get into some boutiques. Yes, you can. But um, remember, the, the smaller the national footprint, the, the more difficult the journey is going to get. If you really want to scale the business, then you need to be in as many basically shelves as possible you know so on aisles as possible so you need to you know you need to get a national distribution and international distribution eventually obviously you may be hosting in um hosting in fashion shows and and the like but you know yeah that, that where i'm trying to get to is um you you certainly need to distribute and get offline get your products offline and create awareness okay through um through retail um there are obviously going to be challenges obviously if um you cannot meet um demand um from a manufacturing standpoint so you also have to bear that in mind it depends on the kind of business you're looking to build okay the final sort of channel i want to talk about is with in regards to 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 distribution really is pr I recall listening to a podcast, I think it was a Shopify Masters podcast. Felix is a good friend of mine on Shopify Masters. And he was interviewing a chap um, who is based in the UK. I would just look for that interview. One, It was in the early days of Shopify Masters, um, episode 10, Shopify Masters. And Felix interviewed, what's his name? Carl Thompson, right? He um, is the founder of pincollarshirts.co.uk he's he's a british guy english guy he's based in london and he managed to gain traction by sending basically shirts so obviously his pin collar stripe pin collar shirts um were a trend at the time so he got his shirts on celebrities he got them to wear it he sent them samples listen to the show that was very insightful as to you don't need a massive budget to to get you know um they might not necessarily be a-lister celebs but to to get you know um not necessarily Zed's listers, but, you know, to, to get decent celebrities, basically, somewhere in the middle of A to Z, to, to, to actually try your, your, your brand, you know, to try your, your, your clothes on. And you have to leverage the photo opportunity when they get to wear it and just, you know, bang on on that, you know, amplify that on social media. Hey, um, if at all you can get Rihanna to wear your stuff, although she only wears Chanel's, and um, all that kind of premium stuff. But what I'm trying to get to is, you know, um, you get your stuff on celebrities and, um, you know, just high clout people generally. They could be in sports. They could be, 
the Shenongas, you know, they, they're known, right? And um, they would have PR contacts. There are ways to get in touch with their PR contacts, to get your stuff with them, on them, and um, leverage that, you know, create content off the back of that coverage. Red carpet coverage would be fantastic if you can get, you know, um, photographs of them on a red carpet, you know, wearing your garments. And, you know, off the back of that, you you pretty much, pretty much, pretty much um, have some clout and influence um, off the back of that. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up um, today's show just saying that um, you, from a fashion e-commerce standpoint, you need to build a tribe. This is not a one-night stand with fashion e-commerce. You don't want to just get that first sale and never see them again. What is the point? Right. Um, I shop um, a lot at Paul Smith. And um, one reason I do that is I just like their styles and I would go back and back and back again, you know, to them. And um, I think my denims are, I like um, like nudie jeans um, for, for, for denim and sometimes true religion. And I stick to, to them because I like their style. I like their story. I like what they embody. I like their garments, you know, the quality of the garments. So where I'm trying to get to is um, you're, you're trying to build a tribe in fashion e-commerce, right? And that's what you should try and drive and always try and communicate that um, people are, um, by using your product, are actually getting into a lifestyle rather than just buying a product. Um, that way you have long-lasting customers who would stick with you for the long haul, okay, and not just a, a one-off purchase. So that's it for today. I hope you had learned, you know, something, uh, a thing or two around fashion e-commerce, and um, I hope that this also answers a lot of um, questions because I'm talking to people who have actually approached me and this is what I've said like over 10 times this year already so I'm hoping this kind of um, you know starts a follow-up conversation to to another sort of level it levels the conversation up a bit now that um, more people are aware of you know how to start out and acquire pretty much um, new customers from a fashion e-commerce standpoint I hope to talk more about the more customer retention um, elements of fashion e-commerce um, later on. Um, so, so yeah, guys, I would, if you reach the end of this and you're still listening to me and you liked what you've heard, um, just do me a favor, please, and um, hop onto iTunes and um, leave this show a review. Um, pass this on to other people who you think will appreciate this sort of content and you know that just helps me and it gives me more validation to keep on doing this show over and over again anyway thank you for listening and catch you on the next show guys bye-bye thanks for listening to this episode of 2x e-commerce to help you get more actionable insights and e-commerce growth hacks that will help you 2x your online retail business hop over to 2xecommerce.com it's a blog dedicated to e-commerce and multi-channel marketing run by the show's host Kunle campbell 2xecommerce.com is packed full of articles and guides to help increase traffic to your store increase repeat purchases and average order value. Thanks for listening. Visit 2xecommerce.com.